Welcome, everyone. Um, welcome to Adventures in Humanness podcast with me, your host, JC. But we're also doing this on the platform for Zero, in association with Zero to Freedom, Tribe to Thrive, and the Expression Project. All points of contact for connection for a journey to wellness and wholeness. So, you guys know I've been doing a mini series for the book, very exciting, intuitive, knowing her truth. And I've been interviewing some of the amazing ladies on that book. And today I'm lucky enough to be speaking to Carla Shwitalik. I think I've pronounced your name right, Shwitalik. And (laughs) she is a trainer, an intuitive intelligence teacher, and one of the amazing authors too. So I just want to uh, well, firstly welcome you, Carla. Thank you for coming on. And I'd just like you to tell people a little bit about yourself. How, have you, how did you come to wanting to contribute in, a, in the book, um, Intuitive Knowing Her Truth? And just tell me a bit about yourself, please. Yes, well, thank you. Thank you for uh, this beautiful introduction and thank you for having me. Um, a great honor for me to have been invited to speak today and I am uh, equally as excited about this book um, which uh, really um, yeah sparked my interest already because of its title um, oh, over the past years I've been on a yeah, discovery journey perhaps a reconnection journey I'd rather say uh, with with my intuition and the title intuitive, knowing her truth, uh, that's why it clearly spoke to my heart. Um, and I knew that uh, this was a, a book I would want to participate in. And how did you come across it? I'm really curious because uh, so ah. many people have said just, it's just coming to their field. It's just coming to the, you know, synchronicity. So please tell me how you came mm-hmm. across it. Well, um, I was uh, with our lovely uh, uh, publisher, Bridget Holder. She is a Facebook friend of mine. Um, because we both have um, had a training at the Institute for Intuitive Intelligence oh, in Melbourne. Cool. Okay. And she did it a few years ago as well, this training to become an uh, intuitive guide trainer, as it's called now. Mm. It's a 12 month, 12 month long program, very intensive program. Uh, where you also go one week on retreat. It's an amazing program. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to make it. (laughs) But it's really something that is life-changing, highly transformative. I didn't really know what I was, I I can't, how it was, what I was signing up to, but I just knew I needed to do it again, intuition. (laughs) And it's all about intuition. And it's actually understanding that, um, yeah, we are all intuitive, but you can really um, improve it as a proper skill, as a sixth sense that you can actually use. Yes. And this training is there to help you not only to do that for yourself, but also to help others with it. That's really so interesting that's as well. When you, you're sorry, sorry to interrupt, but you, you just oh, said this resonated because it is so important that we train this as a sixth sense because it is, it's a perfect sense. And when we keep tapping into that, it is our compass. So you just hit the nail on the head and it, it has effect in every area of our life. So absolutely. Yeah, no, no, please. Um, no, it's it's something that is, um, uh, I think, totally undervalued. Or we have been told this incredible lie that we must not rely on our intuition, or that it's actually something not properly existing. Mm. Uh, and it's it's. Uh, well, we become quite powerful with you know when we are in tune and in touch with that. We we discover a whole 
new power to us, don't, don't we? So. Absolutely, because this is actually your true power. This is, this is the source you can really rely on. Yes. Whereas you may uh, uh, read many books and ask many people, but of course, everybody will have their perception, their story, exactly. their experience. And the only source you can actually rely on is on yourself. And that is your intuition. That is your connection to yourself and the connection to the universe. Yes. Because ultimately our intuition is our connection with uh, the universe, with the, with the oneness of everything. And everything is already available and there for us. But it's up to us to open up to that. And how do we tap in? I mean, we're talking about this and we, we have, you know, like you said, we all have this in us and we've, obviously talking about tapping into this and but this subject might sound so big to some people so with your story and how you connected in your story and what you do Mm -hmm. your work what does that actually really mean and explain in layman's terms for someone who doesn't know they're kind of lost in Facebook you know like like we do we're living our lives we're going about you know we're feeling crappy Mm -hmm. how do we make a first start to getting and tapping into that well First of all, I think it's always helpful to just sit down and sometimes ask yourself, um, you know, we all have these situations where we said, oh, I knew that this wouldn't work out or, you know, but you did it anyway. You know, you have this feeling uh, I shouldn't, I don't know, call that person. I shouldn't take that road because I'm going to end up in the traffic jam, even like ridiculously mundane stuff like that. You know, you said, ah, for some reason, I think I should take the other road. And then you end up taking the one you usually take. And you're like, "Hmm, why did I think that? Just already just looking into this kind of stuff where I'm saying, where did I get some kind of knowing? Yeah. yeah? And knowing yeah. With, what we talk about intuition is also just knowing without knowing how we know. We exactly. just know it. And exactly. this can come also in different terms. It can you can people, some people see things, some people hear it, uh, uh, have this impression of an inner voice. Some others will just know it like it drops in like as, as an information. And often it doesn't make any sense. But we can already sometimes, but we all have these situations where we say, Actually, I knew that something was wrong with Mm. a person, a situation, situation, whatever. And it turns out that you, in the the retrospect, you say, actually, I knew it. But you don't know how you knew it, but you just had this kind of feeling. And that is already a good point to just start and observing that. Yeah, absolutely. And the second thing is we really have to also uh, want to observe our children. Yeah, because our children often are, no, not often, they always are um in tune and already connected fully connected to their oh, intuition yeah they get they can that discuss is, a thing yeah. or two i mean everything that's really. when they they will tell you for example um i don't want to hug uncle tom i don't like uncle tom he's weird i don't want to hug him what do we do we don't respect their boundaries we don't tell them oh okay your intuition is saying you don't you don't you're not you don't yeah, feel you, you're having a feeling you're having an energetic reaction you're like yeah. sensing something that we can't we tell them you're being rude this is not polite you go and hug uncle tom yeah. yeah. And that's where it starts. Same as that we decide for the children constantly what they're supposed to eat, what they're supposed to do when uh, I don't know how they're supposed to What's dress, what they're supposed to, to play say, with, how much emotion to show. Don't cry. Exactly. You know, constantly, constantly we're being led away from our intuition. And also, you know, on that note too, Carla, our, our need and our ability and, you know, so important that we express and we're constantly pushed down as children. Don't cry. Oh, stop crying. You know, why do we cry? Why do we have that? It's there to express, to move that emotion, energy emotion through. So it's all yeah, part yeah. of the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And this, uh, we have been so conditioned and we, we put this on our children as well to avoid discomfort. Everything that is uncomfortable yeah. 
is de facto bad, you, know, you go into immediately go into a judgment. It may not be nice. It may be painful. Agreed. Yeah. But discomfort is not as such something that is uh, to be seen in categories of good or bad. And children, if they're upset or crying or throwing a tantrum, then there is a reason for that. And they have to, it has to move through them. And the moment we shut them down and we cut it off, uh, uh, and whatever it is, any emotion, everything that they're uh, expressing, how they're expressing themselves, yeah. then we're telling them constantly that the wisdom they are having, the access to their intuition is apparently not a good source because yeah. the outside world is telling them, don't, you know, you must not do that. Yeah. And that's already where it starts. Mm. And uh, it's of course, we have to. Re so sorry, mm -hmm. my darling. It's all, I just wanted to jump in and speak to what you just said. Um, it's our fear of discomfort it seems it's a fear that discomfort that actually herds us into such separation of like from what what we actually are because we're so terrified we want the instant gratification we want the instant fast food healing we want this we want that or we don't want to be uncomfortable we don't want to be in fear so we just herd ourselves along and separate ourselves from the truth i mean we need a bit of pain we need a bit of fear we need a bit of discomfort to kind of write us back to our you know what where we need to be going and what we need to be doing but can, let me just ask you with your we just spoke briefly before you came on and said what you've picked for your story that you wanted to share what mm -hmm. something that had a very large impact on your life which led you to re, you know reconnect with yourself basically and reconnect with your intuition mm -hmm. do you want to just highlight you know what what you're talking about in your story so people can see if they resonate with that yes well i'd love to share that um so um to how to put this in, the, in just a few words. Um, my story is about me um, entering into a relationship with a man and having been somebody who's actually refusing commitment or not being willing to commit uh, for many years. But in you, early thirties- were not willing to commit or he was. I was first not. I was a young woman that had been really brought up by my mother to be uh, very independent and to not, uh, let's say, focus on, let's say, marriage and children being the only, you know, goal in life. Yeah. And so I had actually even resisted that a lot and saying, actually, I'm not even sure I need all of this anyway. So yeah. when I turned 30, uh, it just happened that I said, now I feel ready for this. And yeah. I met my high school love uh, again. Uh, and uh, everything seemed perfect. And uh, so we reconnected with my high school love. Uh, it was beautiful the first six, uh, six months. I was pregnant very quickly and it was like set meant to be, you know, kind of thing. And everything was, I had fairy everything tale. perfectly. A fairy tale. Seeming a fairy tale, indeed. Yeah. The but point of the story is, however, and that's where uh, it becomes interesting, is that I, of course, as I said, it was my high school love. So I already uh, 10 years before had been with him for two years and it had ended very badly because um, he was a very obsessively jealous, uh, difficult person. And at the time I had listened to my intuition. I remember very clearly uh, when things got really, really difficult over a long time. I remember one night coming home and saying, and just having this information like I need to leave. And even though it didn't make any sense in that sense, you know, I, I even told my brother the next day, I said, I'm leaving. And he's like, no way, you're not doing that. You know, you've been like dealing with this crap all the time. You're not doing it. And I said, I'm leaving. What did I do? 10 years later, I got back into the same trap mm. and did it again. Yeah. Thinking I'm 
how I know. <laughs> I can know how to do it this time. It's okay this time. Isn't it funny exactly. to okay. put ourselves back into these patterns and programs over and over again? <laughs> and what did I do is that, of course, there were many red flags showing up rather quickly. Not the very beginning, it's always okay. But then, you know, after a short yeah. while, they're they red give flags. you the honeymoon period before they actually like, go back to well, actually, you know, indeed, I indeed. myself. <laughs> exactly. So, but then these red flags were showing up and I just decided to ignore them. And my story in this book is around me and how um, I even use my intuition to ignore the intuition. Let's put it that yeah. way. So, so you're like, I'm had... going to actively ignore my intuition with my intuition to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, I was tuning into his energy constantly. And I was trying to read him and anticipate the next drama, the next motion, trying to actually, and that is really, for me, the, the biggest message also when I was writing this chapter I was trying to control with my intuition. I was trying to control the world, the my plan. Outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I, I, I was like, I've, I got this and I'm, I know exactly where I want to go, what to do. And this is going to happen as I want it. But of course the universe had different plans. Yeah. And I, in, and the big lesson was that of course, and nowadays I, I am very happy that it had different plans. And of course, also this story ended badly. So uh, eventually um, uh, very early on already in the pregnancy he kept on always threatening me to leave and eventually he did leave when my daughter was a few months old and it was a very very massive struggle and I was faced with so much but of course the most important thing is that it's uh, one thing is that the person is not being let's say particularly great yeah but ultimately you have to understand how you got yourself into that situation exactly taking full what... responsibility was that that's what I was about to ask you when you were in that situation so going along for however many years how what was the kind of not final straw but what what made you actually really start to trust actually know what I'm feeling that is the right thing I can't control this situation I need to kind of step away from this energy for myself what is the was it just a gradual coming back to that place and then actually just really seeing no and just having the letting go of the fear maybe well when I was in that situation at the time actually it was um uh just a few months after the birth of my daughter actually the the there was the real official let's say separation breakup uh, which doesn't mean that I already had digested and energetically moved through everything that took me many years after that. Absolutely, but yeah. how did I come to that point where I, I said, okay, I'm going to let that story go now. I'm going to let that situation go and let that go of that control yeah. is actually that it was getting more and more absurd. So uh, that is really something that the situation was so weird. And there was so much, you know, the, the, the other, the, the father of my daughter was behaving so badly. And there were so many things get, that are getting so unacceptable for me. And that, you know, you couldn't actually look any other way, but I still thought I could yeah. until the point came. I can change where, everything. <laughs> <laughs> or I just also, I like, I, I'm going to handle it. You know, it's not necessarily, I want to change it. I'm just going to handle it. I'm, I can deal with this. Yeah. And if it means that I have to completely give myself up and have no needs and be completely like you know almost invisible just to yeah. please that other person there to be for that person then i'm i'm ready i was ready to do that i mean it's completely outrageous thing even to think I for think me nowadays people but... will resonate with that carla because i mean god how, how many people haven't been there where we've i mean we just sacrifice ourselves over and over again don't we and realize, I mean, exactly and uh, so many women listening to this are going to resonate with how many times we've been stuck in a relationship and when you actually look back at 
often when you get into relationships that aren't just working but you end up staying when you actually look back at it you see it's kind of like the same relationship you've been over and over again until you make that realization and see what you need to see in yourself so that comes to my next question what because obviously you work now you work in the financial sector but also you're you know as I mentioned you're a trainer a guide with intuitive intelligence what lessons have you learned from your experiences that you you bring into your work and how do you how do you work with people because now we've, we've talked about your story and there's going to be amazing mm-hmm. lo- lots of people that resonate with that but I want to just open the floor up to you just in these last few minutes and tell me how you work with people what do you bring to the table and you know what can people expect from your work and also guys I'm going to put in the show notes um all Carla's links and how you can contact her so yeah please tell me yes well perhaps to come uh back to the first question is yep. what I have learned yep. I think the really most important point many things but of course the most important point is that you actually already mentioned it is accountability personal responsibility mm-hmm. yeah we are responsible and accountable for our reality. Um, This may seem difficult at first, and of course we may not be able to immediately after, um, yeah, tragic events happen or dramatic events happen uh, to grasp this truth. But this is actually the only way, sustainable way of coming back to yourself, coming back into your power and leaving these kind of patterns, as you already said, that you always end up in the same kind of relationship and that may be you know uh, you know partner but that may be also a workplace that may be every you know all anything, kinds of situations yeah anything, anything really and uh so so i think this is really the the main point and i also teach my clients that they have that responsibility and but it's also as you already said as well it's it's, it's your personal power the moment you can connect back into yourself and you understand that this is already innate with you. you know, we don't have to, uh, it's not a new skill, strictly speaking. We already have it. It may be like- it's a skill that uh, needs you know, awakening. It's, it's you awaken there. it back. We have the technology within us. <laughs> we just need to kind of <laughs> yeah. activate that technology of like, and it really is that because it's- It is part of our biology because I, I have a free webinar I can hold, uh, I wanted to hold very soon as well again, which is on science of intuition. And we have this idea in, in from quantum physics that even at the subatomic level of, of, of a cell, yeah, yeah. Uh, or sorry, of, of an atom, the subatomic level, um, there is no uh, matter as such, it's vibrating. Just space, isn't it? Vibrating. Everything's space and the uh, protons are vibrating, the electrons are, bro- are vibrating uh, at the level of the subatomic particle. And which means that everything is a vibration and everything is connected. And uh, we already have, like, we're, we, we look solid, but we're actually... We're not at yeah. all. That's what I like to I say. Know. You, know, you know, we have the internet of things. We have all our outside technology. You know what I like to say, connecting and reconnecting to our intuition is that's our divine Wi-Fi. That's our connection. That's just yeah. our connection with everything and everyone. And I was reading your bio, let's just finish on this. You know, you mentioned we we're talking about responsibility and taking full ownership of things for ourselves. And this is a journey to wellness channel. So I'm talking in the health sense, but it's there is no separation with any of it. Once we take the full responsibility, as Carla's spoken to, but she mentioned in her bio being fully responsible for your vibration. 
So do you want to speak to that? Because that's really, really important at the moment. You know, whatever's going on outside of us, we have that choice and we have that power. Exactly, exactly. And the, the moment you take responsibility for the vibration, I'm going to come to how we're going to do, how we can start doing that in a moment, it impacts everything. It will impact your health. It will impact more or less every choice you make because it will completely change the way you see and communicate with the world. Exactly. Because it's your responsibility, to... once you understand that, I mean, you just hit the nail on the head, you understand that everything you do, there's no one else doing something outside of you. Whatever happens, the way you react, whether you respond, how you know how you approach things, it's all down to us. And that's why I think as humans, when we've been so conditioned, it's a very scary thing to step into sometimes. And I think it's very important to understand as well that we can we have the power to change our vibration. Now that sounds uh, let's say perhaps a bit fluffy, but it means that the moment I understand that I am not that like solid, uh, rigid being that has always been the way it is and it has the certain characteristics and certain, you know, the way you are supposedly and the stories in a certain way and that's it. It's fixed. It's that's always been like this. I never liked doing that. I always was good at that, bad at this or whatever, but this is all. Yeah. This is things. These are limiting, limiting beliefs we create from our mind Mm -hmm. and also from the vibration, the energy we hold uh, within ourselves and we are energy first and physical second. So the moment, um, I change my energy I will also change like let's say the physical realm the, yeah. the world around me exactly and that's what I just wanted just to jump in there just to say because that's what is so key for healing in anything too once we start understanding ourselves as we're not physical first with soul and energy first once we start shifting that perception of stepping into that new paradigm and really truly understanding that that's when the healing begins body mind and soul and Mm -hmm. that's what Carla is working with and I think it's just also um, many people of course sometimes we have it is a huge responsibility because we cannot uh, you know put that burden on somebody else you can't say oh it's going to be that medical doctor taking care of my health of course a doctor may be necessary if you need surgery or whatever somebody may need to help you on that uh, in that given moment Mm. but ultimately as you already said, you will need to take responsibility for your health. You need to take responsibility for yourself. And even though that may be scary at times, but there's so much to gain from that because you're not giving your power away. Yeah. This is like an important, so important message. I always also really emphasize, I can't emphasize enough is that we we have been so trained to always look outside of ourselves for the solution. Yes. But it, it is within, go within and you'll find them. But of course it may require training, but you, to must, be, you must know, be very, very clear that you want to do that. And you must, we are so distracted in our modern contemporary world society, how we've been trained to be. And as Carla said, so trained, so conditioned. We, You have to make an active effort to go and be mm-hmm. quiet and go to that place because it doesn't just have, it's there, but we need to reawaken it. Yes. And also this, what we, why do we, I use the term intuitive intelligence um, uh, because in the Institute, for intuitive intelligence and my teacher, uh, Ricky Jane Adams, we say there's intuition is, is, is a great innate uh, skill we already have. And, but ultimately we want to become intuitively intelligent. What does that mean? That we have to be uh, fierce enough to face our demons. We have to be fierce enough to look into our fears, into our limiting beliefs and to practice meeting our fear, yeah? 
sitting with it and sitting in the discomfort saying, okay, why is I, you know, things are always showing up. Why is this happening? Why? And not in a, like from a guilty place. Yeah. But just observing. And this is where you will then become intuitively intelligent because then all of these limiting things can fall away and you can become your true authentic self. Exactly. Living from that place. Absolutely. And really becoming, you know, that having that truly as an intelligence. Yeah, and it's it heart, heart intelligence. Like, you know, when we connect our, and get make, get that coherence with our brainwaves and our heart, that's when absolutely absolutely happens. And as I was saying before, so Carla is, you know, sharing her story in the book and she's bringing a lot to the table, as you can hear. You know, you, you can hear her passion. You can hear how she works. If people want to work with you, Carla, how can they approach you? Do you have a website? <laughs> Yeah, well, I uh, don't have a function. Well, I'm in the process of building my website, but I am always, uh, I have a Facebook business page, uh, which I check regularly and um, people can contact me via that page anytime, Beautiful. send me a private message or uh, leave a comment on the page. Um, there is a possibility to uh, book a free introductory discovery call with me just to have a chat without no strings attached, no obligation whatsoever. Um, just feel out if feel out if it's a good fit for both of you. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I think it's so important, as you just said, this is about our heart's intelligence, and this is about connecting into that. And I really uh, think it's so important to also know whether we we feel like connected um, uh, with the person we want to work with. Oh, so yeah. I think it's That's so important. So, so... You got no resonance. <laughs> you know, you got your energy just doesn't gel. You're like, yeah, they're not going to work yeah. very well. So what, yeah, true. what's the takeaway? For, sorry, yeah, you're going to say something. Mm -hmm. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, please. I was just going to say, as we wrap up now, what's the takeaway? What can people take away from this book? Why, why pick it up now? I mean, there's all this crazy going on in the world. Why pick this up now? I think it's the best. Personally, for me, it's the best time ever to go within. <laughs> Over to you. I, well, I, I fully agree. Um, even though you know we've all been uh, annoyed with a lot of restrictions and uh, what is happening around us uh, because of this pandemic, uh, I truly also see have seen this and still see it as an opportunity to go within because we can't go outside necessarily. Literally, physically, we can't move. And if this is the opportunity. That hasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And I personally have also taken a lot of let's say, uh, yeah, pleasure in having that space for me now. So I, uh, I really see that as an advantage. And this book can uh, really open, like open up others with the stories, not only mine, but also the, those of my other uh, co-authors and you as well, JC, um, that, that will just to show people how powerful we actually are, how we can transform our lives how we can actually take that ownership and, 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 and change it and really, really show people notably in this pandemic that we, we don't, we don't, have, we're not stuck in this. We're not, you know, we're not victims kind of ever unless we choose victims. To yeah. And we are never the fate is there and we just have to live with it. No way. You know, that's no. not at all the way it is. I love that. We have everything. We have every power and every possibility, but it, we have, it starts in our, like in this, in this understanding that we are powerful and unlimited exactly. because if we'd only believe it, that's the key. If we don't, we don't believe it. We don't believe it. And that's what we need to start doing is start believing in the yes. power of us. And I think that's a really beautiful place to leave it. So thank you so much, Carla. If you want to work with Carla, 
if you want to read her story and my story, the book is out on the 19th of March. If you want to work with Carla, hit her Facebook up. I'll put everything in the show notes. And thank you for listening for another episode of Adventures in Humanness. And much, much love. Take care.